Hi everybody, I am here at the London Stock Exchange with one of my amazing directors, um, amazing friends, and somebody, I still don't know exactly what you do at the London <laughs> Stock Exchange. <laughs> what's, your, what's your role? Arlene McDermott, everybody, the most amazing, <laughs> the most amazing trans and non-binary ally that does so much for the whole LGBT community. And shakes her head and tries no, to try, and tries to like <laughs> slope away from any of it. But you do, you do such an amazing job for everybody. But thank you. But yeah. what do you actually do? What is do your I actually day do? job? My day job is uh, I'm head of business management for our global legal and compliance function, uh, which is across about thirty countries, um, in all parts of in all continents, um, and then at the same time I'm also chief of staff to our group general council and I'm the global co-lead of the Pride Network here. So they're my job and now my third job of course is when I switch over to have you as a boss. Yeah. As a director of Transition. Must City. be awful having it's me as it. Terrific, yeah. Is it? Dread it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the it's it's the my my favourite gay job that I do apart from my day job. I do I kind of love all the things I do. I'm really privileged, you know, I really enjoy my job. I love working at LSEG. We get a huge amount of latitude to do these kinds of events. Absolutely. Um, and to, you know, to, to sponsor people like Trans in the City, um, you know, and we work across, you know, lots of organisations. And, yeah. and, and it's kind of, there's nothing I've done in LSEG to do with LGBTQIA inclusion that I've been told, don't do that again. I even had our group CRO singing, I am a lesbian. And although he suffered greatly with embarrassment, <laughs> um, he did it and um, apparently went across the executive committee like wildfire. Um, but he did it, you know. So, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to find where that limit is. But I have to say, you know, as an organisation, there's, there's, there's nothing but, I think, kind of shock if anybody doesn't feel included. Mm -hmm. You know, if anybody's feeling like they can't progress in this organisation, yeah. I think our executive would think, okay how do we stop people thinking like yeah. that um and having a network is how we do that and it's phenomenally power, powerful mm. though isn't it you yeah. know yeah. i mean that and that's and that brings so many advantages to to yeah. to elseg doesn't it i mean it, it, it's just almost cracking that problem mm. of how do you get people feeling included how do you get them mm. feeling that they can progress with equality mm, yeah. in an organization yeah, yeah. and you know not least how do you get around all of those typical challenges mm. that organizations face around confidence and positioning and the, mm. the legal positions that, mm -hmm. lo that, that hinder lots of mm -hmm. organizations getting to that mm. place of performance for inclusion yeah I mean it's I think, I think organisations, look, I always say this, that organisations, when it comes to their DEI agenda, have a much, much harder time of it now than ever mm -hmm. because of the outside noise and rhetoric and, unfortunately, you know, the things that are happening in our corridors of power um, that are 
ex that are supposed to be divisive, that are that are meant to divide our society. Yeah. And what we have to try to do now within these organisations is kind of try to glue it all back together again. Because of course any organisation, whether it's LSEG or BP or anywhere, we reflect society. Yes. We are all of society in one building, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have we have an ethnicity agenda, we have a gender agenda, we have an LGBTQIA agenda. Um, but we also have, you know, staff networks for veterans. Yeah. We have staff networks for people with, you know, visible and hidden disability. Mm -hmm. um, so we, you know, we reflect all of society. And you can't expect within an organisation that suddenly we all meld into some model of the same thing. So we don't. No, of course not. So what, what does it mean, you know? to to when you say to people within that organization no actually you don't need to become you know another version of the person next to you you can absolutely be an uh, you know a version of you yeah um or or be your true self or however you want to show up mm -hmm. and that's welcome and valued and that person then kind of relaxes and gets on with the job yeah and i mean you know i've heard you say about the you know how do you unlock that part of the mind so that it can get on with the job and and that is about not being fearful exactly. and that's what we're talking about we're not just talking about you know but people can come to work and show up in in an identity and pretend not to be gay and you know try to be whatever they want to be I, I really don't mind that no what I care about is them being afraid to be something else absolutely it's the fear it is it's that it's, it's getting you know it's that it's the old cliche of, of having work being a safe space, yeah. you know, but it's it's about that psychological safety where people know that they can come out if they want to. Yeah. And it will have no impact on anybody mm -hmm. except mm. themselves and mm. the impact on them would mm. be a positive one. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we know that we know it's not. You know, the reason that we do all of this is because businesses ultimately want to be successful. And we know that businesses that are inclusive, um, not just diverse, but inclusive mm -hmm. um, of their diversity, because every company is diverse. Yeah, right? Absolutely. They yeah. are. Unless you deliberately set out to exclude a group of people, yes. which people generally don't do these days. So no. you are diverse. <laughs> it's a very different thing to be inclusive. Yes. You know, if you're, you know that when you're not being inclusive, but you are being diverse because your attrition rate is massive. Yes. Your churn is huge. Yeah. Right. So yeah. they're, they're the indicators. Yes. You know when people are exiting a business at a certain level mm -hmm. that they get to and they're heading out because yes. actually they don't see a future for themselves. And it's something that you can, you can absolutely quantitatively see. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. When you look at your grading structure, when you look at diversity yeah. across your organisation. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you can... You can see that. So being inclusive means that you widen your resource pool because as you start to move up towards the top end of your organisation, you're not just picking now from a much smaller pool because everybody else doesn't feel included, yeah. so they go. So you're widening your talent pool. You're creating more diversity you know, within executive committees and boards, which is only a good thing that you can bring all of those voices to bear in a problem. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really the other thing that's really important is that if you are somebody who maybe isn't in the kind of, you know, whatever the norm is, you know, yes. I, like I was in Tokyo a couple of weeks ago. The norm there was not me no. and not because I'm gay, but because I'm a white woman. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So so whatever that that thing is to not just be sat there and think, oh, yeah, I feel like I belong. 
but to move into the conversation and ensure that your belonging is heard. So like yeah. it's up to us to sort of not shy away in a Teams meeting and be the one off camera and our, our mute, mm -hmm. you know, on. Yeah. But to actually turn that off, show ourselves up and step forward into this space that's been created for us to belong in. Yes. Yeah, because absolutely. if we don't do that, that space remains empty. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, that's a really important point, isn't it? I and mean, that's both sides of mm. inclusion. Yeah. There's, there's inclusion and there's wanting to be included right. and both of them right. are there together. And, I, and, we, and, and as much as organisations have a responsibility to value and include their staff, we have a responsibility to, to step into that. To do our, we have our to meet share them halfway. of the, right. share of right. the work. Right. Exactly. exactly. So look, this is the third year. Mm. Now that we're back here, and it's it's, I love coming back here. You know, it's it's it's. I, I don't do proud very much in anything <laughs> I do, but one thing I am. The closest thing that I can get to to being proud about is being the first trans person to close the London Stock Exchange, and that was a gift that you gave me three years ago, and yeah. I've been trying to share that around. So last yeah. year we had some of my amazing directors yep. close it. This year um, we've got some of our student ambassadors and I know both you and I are uh, yeah. like, I'm completely <laughs> so happy and excited that we've got young people hugely involved and they're the most amazing. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine being that young and being that amazing yeah. you yeah. know I was never that talented I was like yeah. I was like too busy trying to destroy myself I think mm. at the time you know mm. Mm. so it's just for me yeah. it's such a privilege to yeah. have them here representing trans in the city and, and closing so the London stock market and I know I know I, I was talking to one of them yesterday who was terrified that they actually had to do something <laughs> or otherwise it would all go <laughs> it would, wrong would stay running forever, I, I yeah. nearly let them believe that for oh, a little bit longer. Um, I should have probably uh, done that. I think that would have been really, really unfair yeah. and nasty, yeah. but really worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I love? I love that I came in this morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Yeah. And Pete on security was yeah. like, oh, isn't today trans I know, easy? I know. And he was super, and all the security are super excited. because oh, I love it. You know, I, I know. love when they all come in. Yeah. And it's so I, great. I was talking to Pete on the way. Right, were you? <laughs> every, every year, yeah. you know. Yeah. He's, you know, you walk into walk into security yeah. and he's like, hi, it's great to see guys come around really quickly. It's really brilliant know, to see I you. I know, And one of the receptions downstairs was saying that her first day was the was the day that we had it was her first day in the office and it was the day that we were having the market close for trans in the city oh, for trans awareness week and she was like is this what goes on here you know <laughs> but that's kind of what it's all about right it's it's but isn't that great it's just Doesn't amazing that create yeah. such a vibe such yeah. a positive vibe yeah, yeah and you can feel it in yeah, the you building can. yeah yeah you, know, you, can. you can you can and People it's um it. and you know that vibe is down to you and your team yeah. and your generosity and your just dynamism to get stuff changed and yeah. you do so much and I'm so amazed mm. actually and so honoured that you've come to to work within Trans in the City and, yeah, um, it. and it's so fabulous being back here at London Stock Exchange. And you're always welcome. Thanks, Any day. Darling. Thank you. Cool. <laughs>